Welcome to episode 32 of the Film Student Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Lazzaroni. This week, my guest is Carly Glenn from the Cyan Cohort, and originally the Red Cohort. Carly's journey took a bit of a detour, and we talk about that on the show. We also discuss her final project film, her theater background, and of course, her cat, Tom. He's not real. I, I swear. On with the show. shipped out of the house from a young age because my parents didn't want to deal with me much. Um, so that was my reason for moving to a different state. No, I'm kidding. My parents love me. Um, <laughs> they love me so much. Uh, but I actually, I did my undergrad at the Hart School of Music and got my BFA in musical theater. And it was suggested to me by one of my professors that I uh, go to Chicago over the summer and um, instead of doing summer stock, maybe studying improv and writing. Uh, and I came out to Chicago when I was 19 and I fell in love with the city. Um, and then I knew I was going to live here mm -hmm. after school. Um, so I moved here in 2015, did the conservatory. And then once they announced uh, the Harold Ramis Film School, I was, I think, contracted into a show, uh, a John Denver musical. Interesting. I know, right? You know me, Westchester Jewish girl with that country twang. Yeah. Um, so I was doing that, and I saw, uh, a p an, I guess it was sponsored on my Facebook, that the, uh, the Harold Ramis School was announced, and so I was like, oh my god, I need to apply, this will be so great, and so yeah, that's how I ended up in uh, the school. Nice. Yeah. And had you had you done much film stuff beforehand, or has it all been stage? So, I, it's mostly been stage and less production, uh, it's been mostly acting and singing, definitely not dancing. Um, you don't. No one wants to see that. Um, which is which is in in a uh, a soundbite is a snippet of what your term three sure. project yeah. is is yeah, oh yeah. a character that is effectively you 100%. for all intents and purposes. Yeah, uh huh. Uh, just a heightened version of me, which I don't know how I'm gonna heighten this <laughs> any further. But uh, <laughs> people should not come to set uh, if they want to live. Um, <laughs> but basically. Yeah, I for my senior year of college, I uh, I had gotten back from Second City uh, the summer previous, and I had taken a uh, I guess like a screenwriting type of intensive that was mm. like five days long for like six hours a day, and I was like, oh, I could do this, and um, I had gotten word from my mother back home in New York that it was my dog, uh, God bless her and rest in peace, mm -hmm. Casey. Uh, it was her 13th birthday, so my mom and uh, our now deceased party planner, Stacy Gerber, who was a father to me, loved him dearly, uh, he, uh, he was like, let's throw Casey a bark mitzvah. It'll be... Amazing. <laughs> and of course, my family, you know, we're super humble. Um, 
but we throw big parties Mm -hmm. and this was going to be a rager for sure. So I was like, no, 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 this needs to be a film and it needs to be a mockumentary. And so I wrote a script and, uh, that summer before, I uh, I just mentioned that I took a screenwriter's class, but I also was uh, in an improv class, and I got the pleasure of meeting and becoming great friends with a girl named Kendall Goldberg, who is an amazing director out in L.A., graduated from Chapman. Mm-hmm. And I was like talking to her the first day of class about this thing I was writing, and she was like, send me the script. And I thought she was just kidding. Like I was like, oh, no. This girl, <laughs> this girl doesn't want to read my stuff. And so the next day, I ran into her and she was like, why didn't you send me your script? I was like, oh, oh, you were serious. So I sent <laughs> it to her and she's like, I'm going to direct this. Yeah. And so, you know, it, ha- it, it was just a crazy process. And we worked with Tony winning dog trainer Bill Berloni. There is a thing for that um so yeah that was my first like introduction to film and i think through that whole process it was crazy because i had no idea what the hell i was doing but the process was so fabulous and everyone i worked with was amazing and it was just so much fun and i was on such a high from it that Mm -hmm. i was like this is definitely something that i would be interested in doing what did you end up doing with that project is it uh, we submitted it to a bunch of festivals, and we won a lot of festivals. It won the Chelsea Film Festival in New York. And wow. yeah. Uh, and uh, it won a bunch of other like small festivals in California. Um, it got into a bunch overseas, and by overseas, I mean Canada. Um, <laughs> over the sea, over the of sea the lake of, of Michigan. The, sure. <laughs> um, which I often mistake as a sea, anyways. I'm like, guys, let's go to the ocean. It can feel that way. It does. So we it's are, huge. we're actually doing, recording this in your apartment, which yes. is on the 50th floor yes. of one of the downtown buildings in Chicago, sure. and you have. A killer view of most of the city and also a good one of the lake yeah. uh, just to the north side, which is really nice. Yeah. You know, I it reminds me of how small I am living up here, which can be scary mm-hmm. at times. But you have the, the sound of all the police sirens down oh, below yeah, to, sure. uh, to comfort you. Yeah, I do. And luckily, I'm high up enough that I won't get caught. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're always looking for me. Um... But yeah, so I'm up high. Yeah. Love the view. Mm-hmm. It's a good view. It's loud. <laughs> well, so what uh so you you had an interesting path through the program too because mm-hmm. you you wound up taking time off in the middle of it. Um mm-hmm. uh, my case I I was originally supposed to be in the same group that you started with. Oh my god. But delayed starting. Like I basically oh. accepted and then came back and said actually I can't make this work financially oh, and and you know life-wise. I did uh, not know that. Yeah, so I was I was supposed to be in orange originally. Oh, um, cool. So, uh, but yeah, just delayed and and uh, came in, in in this term. Yeah. So kind of have that in common yeah. to some degree. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Except you weren't in a mental hospital, but you know, <laughs> that's besides that. the point. There is that. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's something that you're really open about too. That totally. You're, that you talk a, uh, a lot about, not only just in person, but mm-hmm. also in the stuff that you produce, uh, that, that there's always medication or, or some 
bend of mental health. Yeah. Uh, kind of kind of put it in there. Yeah, I think the reason why I'm so open about it now, and I really wasn't up until I started treatment uh, back in, I believe it was February 2017, 2000, no, 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 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I was in an inpatient program at a really wonderful program uh, in Houston, Texas. And um, I I never thought that I would be a person to experience mental health because I was always doing a million things at a time. I was always the happy-go-lucky kid, mm-hmm. and no one would ever know that anything was mentally unstable about me but you know behind closed doors I was not the same person that I presented myself to be at school or in co- like you know mm-hmm. high school college and then I finally just came to a point where I had a psychotic break and I knew well enough that I needed to check myself in somewhere because this was not a normal feeling for me mm-hmm. and um, I think most. I, I think a lot of people who I am open about it with expect someone with uh, anxiety, depression, trauma um, come off mm-hmm. noticeably in like an obvious way, and that's just not the case. Like I never come off like I have any sort of issue mm-hmm. unless I tell people and I just learned to be super vocal about it and um, I've had a lot of people reach out to me in the past couple of years about what they're struggling with and they've opened up to me about it because they're like wow mm-hmm. you know I didn't know you were going to be I, I, I didn't know you had any sort of issues and like now that I know that a girl like you who presents normally to the average eye mm-hmm has these sort of problems, I feel like I can open up to you about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and, and last week I had on uh, Frank, um, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how his diagnosis and how it didn't manifest in the form of, of depression or anything like that. Yeah. It, it, it manifests in the form of boredom. <laughs> like he was okay. always bored or boring yeah. in, in person, sure. you know, uh, in, in interactions, and that kind of led to uh, to digging deeper to try and figure out what happened to him there, mm-hmm. uh, which is funny to me because I, you know, I've only really worked with him much on on sets, but he's always very animated, you know, with it and and present, and mm-hmm. so I can't imagine him being, you know, bored looking all the time. Yeah. But, but it does, you know, that would be that would be something you would notice. Yeah, for in sure. Action. Yeah. So, uh, but that's something that you've worked into the in the stuff that you produced. Uh, I feel like every character that that I've seen you put together is some sort of manifestation of you. One hundred percent. Which is good because you're writing what you know, which yeah. is, is is what they always, everybody says you should do. Yeah. Uh, especially when you're starting out until you get good enough to be able to write from another perspective. But exactly. Like even that. Um, what was it? Uh, I was just listening to a podcast with Dan Harmon. He was talking about creating community. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about how much it came from his experience because he went late in life to community college because okay. he was trying to hold a relationship together. And the two of them decided they would take classes. Oh, yeah. Together that show seems college. so personal. I only seen a few episodes of season one, but I still was like, oh, yeah. this is very s- specific and amazing. Well, and not only that, like all of the individual main characters, mm-hmm. I he more or less described were kind of parts of, of him, mm-hmm. like like a mode that he would switch into or a, you know, an interaction that he had or somebody that he interacted with and acted a certain way all the time. Like and the closest is probably the Jeff Winger character, which is like, you know, somebody that do- doesn't expect to be in this situation, but is, is back, you know, right. in, in uh, community college. Uh, but all the way up through, he was in there with a bunch of like, you know, 
20 somethings and he's here he is in his like late 30s mm. uh and so he felt like pierce is kind of like the old man that was just always there you yeah. know and so he just he found all these kind of sub parts of that to divide mm-hmm. it up and create all these really vivid characters yeah. um so i think starting from that point you're gonna you're set up to be able to to get to that point Thank uh, you. you know in, in the long run for yeah, it yeah i uh, do appreciate that yeah, no worries. Um, but so you, so you, your term three, you want to pitch that? <laughs> oh man, okay. Uh, yeah, this wasn't sure. supposed to be a pitch party, but no, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be like a a pitch, but more of what the synopsis is. So, um, yeah, we're uh, set to film October fourth, fifth, and sixth, mm-hmm. uh, which when is I'm really great. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry, Tony. Guess you're gonna survive uh, to live, and I don't know, survive go, another day. I'm going to go make something in in DC, so cool. I will be I will come back dead. But Amazing. You know. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think uh, I I've never uh put myself into anything that I've done. I've always uh written characters based off my life. Uh. Or I've just casted someone who kind of has a similar uh, sense of humor as me in a role. And I was like, you know what? I should probably like use this as a jumping off point for my career. Mm-hmm. And I do want to perform. And I think if I showcase myself in a fun short, then uh, mm-hmm. I'll have some luck. But... Yeah, so it's basically about me, and I uh, show up to an audition that is a super heavy dance call, Mm -hmm. uh, which I mentioned before, I am not. Uh, So I call my agent, and I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, you you booked this weird dance audition for me? And he's like, well, I bent my back, you know, I bent over back for you. And there's some fun dialogue. Um, and then I end up doing it and because I'm a determined person and I'm willing to to work hard even mm-hmm. though I'm not great at it. Um, and I end up falling and hitting my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I wake up in a, a nightmare yeah. uh, at this big theater. Um, Basically continuing the audition, but now it is in, in the But dream now world. it's in the form of many, many things from my life that shouldn't go together. Like, you know, my mom and my therapist are cackling over a glass of wine. And <laughs> there's like a bunch of, you know, the Jeremy Abramowitz character. You you read my script yeah. uh, the other day in Dale's class. But basically in the opening monologue, I describe a weird date that I have, which is fiction, but it probably... It could happen to me, <laughs> honestly. Uh, but about how this fictional character, Jeremy Abramowitz, was sucking on my breasts and milk was coming out because of PTSD meds that I was taking and I was lactating because of them. And uh, in the dream sequence, there's a shot of uh, Jeremy Abramowitz, uh, who I think is going to be played by Chris. Um, Chris Adritsis? Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a shot of him with like milk dripping out of his mouth and be like, Hey, (laughs) uh, so he doesn't know he's Jeremy Abramowitz yet. He knows he's playing one of the boys. Well, if he listens to the podcast, he's going to find out. Yeah. Hey Chris, you booked it, man. Considering the position that he put so many guys in, in his term three with Hinkle knows best. (laughs) I think he can handle a bit of skim milk (laughs) or if he wants, I can, you know, fill up a bottle personally but 
<laughs> That's an unfortunate thought. <laughs> Very unfortunate. And yeah, it, you know, it was good milk that went to waste, unfortunately. <laughs> and I tried it with Tom and he wouldn't do it. So it's fine. Tom, the uh, the cat who's not actually real, like he's he's animatronic. He's, he looks animatronic. He's uh, <laughs> was a Russian fold. Is that what Scottish he is? Fold. Scottish fold. Yeah. Scottish fold. And then there's Russian, Russian blue. blue. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm merging the two. But yeah, all, yeah. all gray cat that with just, you know, piercing <laughs> eyes. <laughs> And folded ears. He's pretty adorable. Pretty adorable indeed. He's, he's munching on food while we're talking. Yeah, he's adorable, but uh, he pooped in my bed yesterday and then threw up on the ground. So, you know, and then mommy was also having a bad day stomach wise yesterday. So, you know, it didn't really. If I ever come on this podcast again, expect bodily functions to always pop up because in this podcast episode today, we have already talked about how I've lactated and. Tom pooped and I pooped and he threw up and maybe <laughs> I threw up. This is just a, a sample of what we get on a daily basis with Carly. And yeah, Carly. but this is like 10%. So like we, we even learned the, the technical terms for it, that it's, uh, you know, if you, if you need to pee 10, one, it's the, br- you tell yeah. that you're taking a break. 10, I'm taking a 10, one, a 10, two, if you need to poop, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like we get it on a very explicit level. <laughs> yeah. I mean, live tweeting from the toilet. Is, yes. Uh, we've gotten that. We've gotten that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So what is what's your goal with this in the long run? What are you trying to do after this program's over? Because we're coming up on end of it in yeah. just a few months here. But right, I mean, I one time in high school, I won most versatile mm-hmm. on my basketball team. Okay. And since then, after I looked up what versatile meant, <laughs> <laughs> since my vernacular like, is, is quite small. Down? Thank you. Um, I was like, oh, thanks. I was like, everyone else was getting like MVP and most improved player. And then they're like versatile. And I was like 12. And I was like, thanks. Uh, But then I looked it up and my dad explained it to me. And he was like, great job. Um, So versatility uh, has always been something that I strive for. for. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. I like to consider myself a jack of all trades i um like to dip my feet into anything i can so honestly going forward i think my goals and my next steps now are to move back to new york which Mm -hmm. my family is super excited about um and to get a part-time job in production Mm -hmm. um and then audition mm-hmm. with my spare time nice. uh, for like film and television. And you want to do production for film and television or for stage? Um, well, I think I know enough people in the New York area where I could probably do production for stage, which is a whole different ball game. Right. But I've I've had experience with it before um, with my old boss, uh, Anita Waxman in New York. She's amazing. Hey, Anita. Um, and so I think I would like to have a part-time gig and production for stage. Mm. And just cause I, I want to feel like I'm doing a lot. Right. Like I want to, I want to be involved with stage, film, TV, singing. I mean, I feel like stage production, there's, there's more, uh, more on each person's plate. Than there is in film production. Film yeah. production, because of uh, 
unionization and everything like that, they're extremely modal. Like you, you're totally. picking your 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 expertise in that, and you're doing that to the to the nth degree. Totally. But like that, you're you're in that lane. Yeah, you don't change lanes. But right. theater right. production, mm-hmm. it's a lot more. You're doing like, everything all it, the time as the as the production progresses, even mm-hmm. changing phases, you're changing what role you're you're playing in mm-hmm. the in the organization for it. Yeah. So. Um, so I could see the appeal of being able to do that, especially with Jack of all trades mentality. Like, yeah. I want to do 20 things. Yes. And I, I have trouble sticking to one thing at a time anyway. So I feel like that environment for me is like a, an environment that I would definitely fit into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you gotten most uh, out of this program so far? Um, honestly, I like it's nothing like I've learned so much technically and uh I've definitely developed a voice in my writing, but I think it's like the friendships, not mm-hmm. to sound cliche, but I've met a lot of really incredible people who I think I needed in my life mm-hmm. at this particular time um, because they've kept me motivated. And especially when I like took that medical leave uh, to deal with the mental health stuff, I was living in Evanston and all of my reds would like check up on me mm-hmm. and like make sure I was doing okay and what's your plan. And Julie and Jack and Trevor and Lynn were also accommodating mm-hmm. and we're like, yeah, we'll just like put you in a different cohort. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and we'll figure it out and you'll be good. And you'll, you're graduating from this program. Like, that was a great Julie impression. <laughs> oh my God. Thanks. <laughs> I wasn't even trying. Whoa. Jack of all trades. Am I right? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's the relationship and uh, the family environment, the familial mm-hmm. uh, environment that I, you know, get when I'm in the walls of the second floor. And you kind of got the double up because of red and cyan. Yeah, and I feel like I have a lot of relationships that uh, will definitely grow with me over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, same with teachers, like... I just feel mentored by a lot of people, uh, whether they know it or not. And I feel really held yeah. by the program. Yeah. So um, what's, uh, what is the, the long-term dream out of, like, what do you want to make? What's the, what's the magnum opus that you're trying to put together? Um, I really want to be best friends with Ina Garden. Okay. I don't know if you know her. I do not. She does Barefoot Contessa on okay. the Food Network, mm-hmm. and I'm obsessed with her. That is your end goal and mm-hmm. everything. I just okay. want to be best friends with Ina Garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel I feel like there there are paths to that. Yeah, I mean, she makes some pretty delicious stuff. My mom has a lot of her cookbooks, oh, and yeah. I've tried multiple recipes. Although I'm sure they're better when Ina makes them. Um, over the years and, uh, yeah, I, but in all seriousness, I think my long-term goal is to be successful enough to help other people. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not, I always think about other people. Um, I think when I'm doing things like I will, I want to, like, I want people to get experience and have fun and, um, if I am successful enough to get someone a job, like that would make me feel accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need money. I don't need fame just as long as I'm paving a way for, you know, others. I think I'll feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah. So some, some position, uh, you, you could be behind the scenes and the executive side of things and yeah, kind of making a, a studio work or, yeah. or, 
uh, maybe help them with the development or something like that. Like totally. develop, development's the thing I'm kind of leaning towards oh, as really? like a next thing. You'd be great at that. Uh, cause it's that, it, that's all it is. It's, it's helping people kind of take the thing that they've got. That's mm-hmm. 75% there and just help them kind of fill up the difference, like mm-hmm. make up the difference to, to actually getting it to, to full production. And I, yeah. I love doing that. Like that's, that's the thing like with the last couple of classes when they were going through like mm-hmm. producing or DPing or anything like that with them, like it was, it was always, let me help you take what's in your head. That's not quite, shootable in the current right. form yeah. you know uh, because you don't know what shots you want or you right. don't know and like be the guy who like fully realizes it right okay. and like let me let me help you and it's not even that it, yeah. you know it's their project at the end of the day i'm, I'm like you don't want to do what i'm saying that's that's your call like i'm, I'm not fighting with you on that mm-hmm. but like you know helping them at least get to a point where they have an opinion to have to want to do that stuff right you know because there are some cases where i'll come in and i'll be like all right so what what kind of shots are you thinking I, I don't know. I was thinking we could put the camera maybe over here. Right. Like, okay. Well, you know, how's that going to edit together? I don't know. All right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's start see. to put okay. this together and yeah. see what, what all pieces you do need. Right. Because that's going to inform time on location, the number of actors you need, the way you're going to schedule out the day. Like all those things kind of fall into place once you start picking that stuff out. Sure. Uh, which then drives me nuts when we get into John Hancock's class and he's like, I don't like to pick out the <laughs> shots till I get on set. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's my that's my uh, way of doing things. But like, you're the person that I need personally on set <laughs> to fully realize what the hell I'm doing because I can see it all in my head, but it's all in my head. And unless you have something to plug into my brain and put it on screen, I can't verbally express what I need and want. So <laughs> we yeah. can we can look at it and try and figure out because that I mean I, that's the thing I, I feel like I can help people with the pre-production too and just talk through all right what are you trying to trying to show here and like it's it's sometimes it's just a really simple stick figure storyboard Mm -hmm. or just like an overhead drawing of the space that you're in and where you want people in relationship to one another and where you're going to put the camera like all that's uh, something gives well, you some place to go. Well, cancel your from. trip to DC. I can't do that. Great. I have to go. I have to go direct a film. You're okay. directing a film in DC. Why yeah. am I just hearing about this now? Because uh, we do. It's a film festival that we do every year called Seventy Two Fest. It's kind of oh. like Forty Eight Hour, but yeah. Seventy Two Hours. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and it's up in Frederick. Uh, Maryland and uh, Amazing. we've been doing 48 and 72 and this is the first year I missed 48 in like eight nine years something oh like that but uh, but 72 fest we've we've done it for seven years and we've won at least one award every single year that we've yes. done it so we've got like a streak going we're like uh, we want to keep this alive oh so um, so we're going back to I'm going back to do that with mm-hmm. Um, not even the full crew, but a handful of people that that uh, that want to work on it just for for fun. There's another my other half of my crew decided they were going to take a break from doing festivals this year and just focus on like producing things. So they're in the process of writing uh, and and shooting a um, like a, a a short film uh, just as a group. Cool. Uh, and so I've been they've been sending me scripts and asking for feedback and stuff like that. So it's Look at you go tone tone. You know I've got my little crew of DC people that amazing. We'll see. Where we'll see are what comes you going after school? The jury's still out. I honestly don't know. Um, could stay here. Uh, you know, could end up in LA. Could end up in New York. Could end up back in DC. I mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't decided because uh, I'm still at that point now. I'm just not, not at the point in the Lynn meetings uh, um, uh, yeah. with Lynn Pustai about. Um, kind of what where we want to go next and and that sort of thing i'm just now getting to the point where it's like so 
what kind of stuff do you want to do? Like, what's your next step? Mm. Um, And so, you know, I've talked to her a little bit about it, but not to the point of being like, so here's who I want to go talk to. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, how how do I get in touch with this person or uh, anything along those lines? I just learned that the school has IMDb Pro today. (laughs) I just learned that too. And (laughs) guess who's pissed? My mom, because I bought an account <laughs> so you have it too <laughs> well i have it too and then i and she was like you need to go cancel this and i was like okay and i went and it's like your membership will expire in june of 2019 so you're gonna have to pay until then and i was like Ugh. sorry it's <laughs> fine it'll come well, out of my weekly allowance i guess well that's like uh <laughs> that's like the the stupid uh um uh, premiere mm-hmm. i went and got a subscription to that and then like you know and then the they said here we can discount you no no not even that right. i because i had it in final cut and i already owned right. final cut yeah and i got to the school and and i i think i was who was i talking to it was dale yeah um <laughs> and uh and uh, like we submitted our first project and i did it in final cut just because I, I needed to do something fast mm-hmm. and i'm way faster in that than in premiere and i think mm-hmm. it's just faster in general but um i submitted it and uh, and I, I apologize to Dale. I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't, you know, I didn't do this in Premiere. I, right. I just wanted to do it in Final Cut so I could get it done quicker. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Do you like editing Final Cut? I was like, Yeah. He goes, So I didn't Final Cut. Yeah. I was like, I can do that. I thought that we had to use Premiere. He's like, eh. So you have <laughs> Premiere? I have Premiere and Final Cut. That's and so annoying. I never use Premiere and I'm stuck in it for a year, year long. Second time I bought into Premiere and not really used it. Oh my gosh. Uh, but I've used, I've used Photoshop and I've yeah. used like, cause I'm, I'm helping out with the news now. So I'll use yeah, Photoshop yeah, yeah. for putting together with some Maggie of those. Smith. But I could have gotten Photoshop for 10 bucks a month as opposed to, was it 20 something with the yeah. student discount on the, so yeah, you know. Fun times. Fun times. We all we all pay for crap that we don't actually want. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, so if people want to follow along and kind of find your stuff as like, have you been posting the things that you're creating? publicly. I also have a website. Oh, okay. It's funnycarlyglenn.com. Okay, Glenn Um, with two N's. Glenn with two N's. Yep. Um, you can also check me out on my Facebook. I don't have like a Facebook page, but I'm pretty active in posting. Um, Instagram is mainly for Tom. Uh, let's <laughs> Except be you did post about this that we were that we were recording. I this. definitely did. I did story <laughs> this, but then you. I don't know if you were paying attention, but then I like. I took a video of Tom. Yeah, sure. While you were setting up, why wouldn't you take a I video don't of Tom? Know. Tom is I, walking underneath me. Yeah, and he he's is, so happy. He's too soft. He's Hi, not baby real. Hi, baby I love you so much. You're the cutest little boy. You're so cute. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, but if you want to follow Tom, he's at Tom the Fold on Instagram, and he's <laughs> got about five thousand followers. So <laughs> as right, he should. I don't know what it is. I. It's like my face is fine, but his is a lot better. Now he's rolling around. Wow, Tony, you are. You've got something about that touch, man. He really wants you to pet his stomach. (laughs) He's a city boy. I love him. He knows I don't get to pet my cat's stomach because she would never allow it. (laughs) Yeah, he like only wants that. She probably he probably smells her on the bag too. Really? Oh yeah. I don't know if he knows what like other cats smell like, and you know, I don't know. He's going to go ahead and stick his head in my bag. I anyway. guess. Let him search. <laughs> Is there another kitty in here? Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, so yeah. So, what was, your, what, was the, what was your Instagram? My Instagram is at CG mm-hmm. on the go-go. Nice. Created in 2000. Nice. By my mom. 
early on. Early on. I was on the go-go at a very young age. That was 18 years ago. So I was seven. Yeah. Was I seven? Yeah, I'm 25, 18. Sure. Yeah. I just did mental math. Also was really good at math in high school and college that will not further me in my career <laughs> unless I'm producing yeah, and working work on budget. Money. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, Excel does all of that shit for you anyways. So Yeah, but you you also have to know how to manipulate Excel to do what you want you're to right, do. You're right, you're right. Anyway. And then there's contingency and all that jazz, but whatever. What are you gonna do? Well, thank you for uh, for doing this. I very hey, much appreciate Tony, it. Tony, thank you. Thank you. Thank no thank you. No, thank no, you. No, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. That was Carly Glenn. Thank you to Carly and to the Harold Ramis Film School and the Second City staff for their help. The song on this week's episode was Up To You by Derek Every off his album Pop Perspective. Check out more of his music at DerekEvery.com. That's D-E-R-E-K-E-V-R-Y. This show was recorded and edited by me, Tony Lazzaroni. If you want to hear more from me and my classmates, teachers, and a few special guests, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you have any questions or comments, send us an email at filmstudentpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at filmstudentpod. And be sure to check out some of my and my classmates' work at filmstudentpod.com. See you all next week. Class dismissed.